Greetings everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Worth Living. Our topic for this episode is Tis the season to regulate our health. Tis the season to regulate our health. So Ed, what do we have today? Hello to all of our listeners again. We just like to thank you all for tuning in. It truly is um, an honor for us to um, share information that uh, may be helpful and vital uh, for not only for you, but for us as well. Uh, as we um, began this month, we started off with the topic, I've got the blues, um, depression on the mind. And so we know as, as, as we were studying and as we see um, around us, um, especially during this time of the year, um, when many people have traveled and when meet many people are, are seeing all the different activities going on and also the time, the change in the time, um, seasonal um, depression kicks in. And um, I actually had an opportunity of reading on um, our show with Pete um, not too long ago that in 2009, 2019, sorry, Boston University conducted a study that said that during this time of the year, about 10 million Americans um, suffered from seasonal depression. And within that uh, um, number, women were four times more likely to suffer with this. And so I'm guessing now, with when you, when you think about it, Pete, uh, um, if this happened in 2019, now we're in COVID, mm-hmm. how high are the numbers now? And before we go in, I just wanted to share um, uh, a quote. It says that uh, many disease result from mental depression. A contented mind, a cheerful spirit, is health to the body and strength to the soul. Nothing is so fruitful a cause of disease as depression, gloominess, and sadness. Many of the diseases from which men or women suffer are the result of mental depression. And that is found in um, Mind, Character, and Personality, Volume 2, page 482. And so... With that being said, um, myself and Pete, what we did this evening was we we invited one of our good friends to kind of share with us um, a little bit about seasonal depression. Um, What are some things that we as people, as individuals can do? And is nutrition um, either vital or is important? when dealing with seasonal depression. Without further ado, let's introduce Dr. Bender, who's been on the show before. And uh, we know we had several people asking for him to come back. And now with this uh, episode about seasonal depression, Dr. Bender, how can we um, uh, avoid seasonal depression on a more natural level? Yes, uh, in a more natural ways, is let's not forget that seasonal depression is because the sun has gone away from us and we don't get much of sunlight. Mm -hmm. Now, we can get more natural sunlight. I do think that there are some bulbs that are created like natural light that you can get. Just use it 30 minutes to an hour every day in the morning and before you go to bed in the evening, 
can increase your serotonin during the day and also increase your melatonin so you can sleep better at night. Nutrition is the foundation for all these. Mm. All these disorders that we are seeing now, the bottom line is nutrition somewhere, somehow is missing. Mm. So when you talk of depression, let me just give you the fundamental um, basic of depression. Depression is caused by low serotonin, but also other neurotransmitters in excess. How do we make serotonin? Serotonin is made in a combination of vitamin B6, tryptophan, and vitamin D. They are synthesized in the liver. Now, where does this go to in our digestive system? Many people don't know that the digestive system produces 90% of the serotonin the body uses. The brain only produces about 2%. The heart produces about 8%. These figures are estimates, so don't hang up on the figures. But if you don't have a good gut, definitely you're going to have seasonal depression and other disorders. Therefore, I would say that the first thing year-round, let us work on our gut. You know, it's very interesting with this COVID-19. Let me tell you my observation. Mm -hmm. Every time we go into the building, we are recording temperatures, okay? Mm -hmm. When you get in, you record the temperatures. So during the day, I just go and scan the data, the temperatures. It's very rare. I could say maybe 10% that have normal body temperature after they have woken up and they are moving around. Mm. Now, you would estimate that their normal body temperature waking up, it's very low compared to the one that you see they are taking off when they get into the building. Mm -hmm. And this goes on, this data goes on. It tells us that most of us, we are sick, but we don't know it. So, I would say that focusing on proper nutrition, I think we can do much better. Lightening in our homes, we choose the bulbs that really robs us of our sleep when we use them. You know, the early bulbs were made to last long, but they were made as natural outside sunlight until these new ones that last less time and you got to replace them over and over Mm. so i would suggest that seasonal depression should be really taken into seriously and use more natural means now that does not suggest that people should not take medicine but medicine only treats the symptom we have to treat the underlying cause awesome ascertain the cause i mean i know we've mentioned that from the last time you were with us, Dr. Banda, is very important. Uh, yes. You know, rather than treating the symptom. And so you mentioned light bulbs. Um, and kind of going to, going into that just a little bit, share with our listeners um, about light bulbs and also um, sharing with us in regards to serotonin in the gut and how it uh, determines um, how we feel in regards to positivity, you know, having positive thoughts. What are some things that uh, people can do uh, 
um, to mm-hmm. alleviate some of these issues. Yes, that's a, that's a very good point to start on. The gut is very, very important in modifying our mood. For example, you have heard of the vagus nerve. Our gut, uh, the vagus nerve is the longest nerve that runs from the gut all the way to the brain. That really joins the nervous system and the rest of the body. And most of the organs are connected to this gut. Now, we're going to talk specifically on depression mm-hmm. or seasonal depression. You have noticed that seasonal depression normally happens in the winter time. Yes. Of course, during the summer and during the spring, people have seasonal depression. I mean, they got their mood low, but it's not very common. It is common during the winter time. At this time, the sun has moved away from us. Mm-hmm. The days are shorter. I mean, the, the nights are shorter. I mean, the days are shorter and the nights are a bit longer. And we don't get the direct sunlight that stimulate our skin to make vitamin D. So most of the times, vitamin D is very low and it coincides with upper respiratory infections because this vitamin D has dropped. We don't get that vitamin D from the sun. But on the other hand, we eat too much processed food. It is the time that many people are inside the house because they can't be outside and they resort in eating comfort foods. Mm. The highest amount is sugar, processed grains. These foods tend to strip away all the B vitamins, most of the B vitamins, especially B5, B6, B1, uh, B12, which are very important in keeping the balance, taking the hormones, directing them to where they need to go. I'm just making this in a very simplistic way. But when you don't eat a balanced diet, that includes trace minerals, that includes all our B vitamins, that includes all the three major groups, the fats, the vitamins, and the carbohydrates, in a natural way, we are not going to have the materials the body needs to create and balance these neurotransmitters. Because if you make more serotonin, it's the wrong way. If you make little, it's the wrong way. But for these to balance, you need other neurotransmitters such as GABA, such as dopamine. They need to be in a balanced form so that we can be well balanced. You know, I am working with um, a 62-year-old woman who has Lugaris disease is confined to a wheelchair. We started working last year. Right now, she can stand up and walk with a walker. She doesn't have to lay down on her uh, chair so that she doesn't choke herself. This all has been done improving the gut, improving the nutrition. And she used to go into severe depression. But when we raised up her vitamin D level, around 65, 70 nanograms per deciliter, make sure she's taking a full spectrum of B-complex, the depression went away. Mm. 
having trace minerals. What I mean by trace minerals are these micronutrients that are needed in small amount, but we need to get them from plant base. Zinc, magnesium, omega-3 fatty acids, all these will help us to have a balanced mood and accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. Wow. So I would say I would say that it is very important. Nutrition is key. But we have to really know what we are putting in our body. You mentioned earlier about light bulbs, and I know, uh, you know, I go to Home Depot, sometimes I know exactly what I'm looking for. I just go in that section, I, I get it, and I walk out. But let's say someone who knows that they need light bulb, especially with the whole, with the winter, they don't have much sun, and they say, okay, I want to, at least there's a room in their home, they need to change the light bulb and, and trying to spend some time there, see if they can get some, uh, I guess, sunlight uh, light bulb. Uh, how would they go about that in other, uh, when they walk into Home Depot? Or how would you suggest that they figure out a way to get the light bulb that they would need? Now, I guess maybe what I would divide this, I need to clarify a little bit. When it comes to winter time, there are specific and specially made lamps that you can put in your house, put on the wall, you tend them at the right time, you don't use them a long time. But also, those you can get them either from Amazon or their specialty stores that you can order. They're not very expensive, like $24, $21, $18, that you could use for those people who are really severe with seasonal depression. Mm -hmm. They can get better immediately. But now, coming back to the lighting in the house, Definitely, fluorescent lamps are not designed for our eyes because they can slowly eh, damage our eyes. When I say slowly, I mean slowly. Over time, when you are seeing them, condescending lighting bulbs are very, very, you know, they are cheaper, but their light is made more natural-like outside sunlight mm. now in many people they don't like it because they are not as bright as they should be then they want these fluorescent lamps so it is lot clear when you go to home depot just ask them condescending light bulbs that are designed like natural sunlight in the house those will last long but also you'll notice that they can improve your eyesight. Mm. Mm. That's you see, my house, I, my house, I replaced them all with those kind of bulbs. What I notice is that my eyesight, you know, sometimes when you get up in the morning, you open your eyes, you feel they are itching. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that feeling has went away within about three, four months after I changed the bulbs in the house. Wow. Wow. So light bulbs definitely make a difference. When they say let there be light. <laughs> yeah. yeah really but I would say that people need to study this subject because the information is out there. Mm -hmm. You need to study very well. And before you 
begin changing your lights in the house, get a good understanding of how that works. Mm-hmm. I'm giving I'm giving them a piece of information that would lead them to discovery. Okay. okay. You see? Yes. Yeah. One question. I know you mentioned vitamin D. You know, I know, P, I don't know if you've heard this, but Dr. Ben, I don't know if you heard this as well. You know, every time during this time of the year, you, you hear people usually say that vitamin C is the most important to build your immune system. You need vitamin C. But I know you mentioned vitamin D. Why is vitamin D not only vital during um, the winter months, but why is it very important for those suffering from seasonal depression? It is very important because you really can't make serotonin without vitamin D. Mm. You cannot. Because what many people don't know, they look at vitamin D as as a vitamin, but it is also a hormone. Many, many illnesses like sleeping disorders, autoimmune disorders, heart problems, cancer, brain disorders, all those are hinged on vitamin D deficiency. Mm. Uh, You have to show me one person that is having a depression whose vitamin D level is normal. Yeah, so I am saying that vitamin D is very crucial. Sleeping disorders, I'll just tell you that, uh, let me just give you an example mm-hmm. of this boy who was severe anxiety, had a problem with separation anxiety, mm. has been on medication. They kept on increasing the dosage. He started having this separation anxiety when he was four years old. Mm. Now he's eight years. I just had this case the beginning of the school year. As soon as he walked into my office, I looked at him. I told mom, I said, can you bring me his blood work? And they said, the psychiatrist has not ordered any blood work because they don't do blood work for children. I said, how can they treat the organ which they don't look into? (laughs) You see, I gave her all the symptoms of vitamin D deficiency, like grinding of the teeth at night when they sleep. Mm. Okay? Then uh, you look at the skin, the digestive system, all those were out of work. When they checked the vitamin D, I said, Mom, do you have $20? Go online and order vitamin D D test. So you just take prick on his finger and get the blood out of it and send it back. When the blood test came, his blood vitamin D was non-traceable. Wow. Hmm. Now, fast forward the story. What I did, I said, take these results and schedule an appointment and say this is his vitamin D level. So I said, do you trust your doctor to tell you how much vitamin D you should take? He said, no. I don't trust the doctor. So I told her, okay, give him 50,000 IUs of vitamin D and K2 for three days. 
then give him Epsom salt bath on a daily basis. Two pounds of Epsom salt bath, the water should be about 93 degrees, and take those. Do you know that within two weeks, that boy was getting up, preparing, put his books in a book bag, waiting for the school bus to come? Simple vitamin D. Man, that's vitamin D deficiency. When I was telling, I said, when you go, you tell him to open his mouth, you'll notice that the other thing is sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is a vitamin D deficiency. Mm. Because it closes, the people cannot breathe through their nose. It narrows your breathing passage through the nose. So you are breathing through the mouth and you are vibrating. So you snow. Sometimes you lose breath at night. Hmm. Hmm. So vitamin D is very, very crucial beyond. I would say that all of the people who are hearing here, I have never seen one that really overdosed vitamin D. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a boy that I worked in North Carolina, worked with, he has bipolar and schizophrenia. He's 22 years old. I met the parents that I was doing a meeting and they started corresponding with me. Just like people call me, check his vitamin D was level, was low. So we started, started religiously giving vitamin D. They told me that, you know, my son is very obedient and is very calm that it really bothers me now. From being very destructive one end to the other end where he's very obedient, when they ask him to do it, he does it. He doesn't talk back, yes sir, no sir. Okay, what do you want me to do? Hmm. All right, with that being in mind, let's take a quick break, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, now we were talking about vitamin D deficiency and how you know you know this young man was taking vitamin C, vitamin D, and things were getting better. Now I know a lot of audience members have people uh, you know kids of different age range. Is there an age range as to how young or how old uh, they they can be to take vitamin D supplements? Yes, I mean yes. Here is a thumb, a rule of thumb that is supported in literature. Now, I know that some of the literature I can send you that would really, you can put on your website that support what we are talking about here. The rule of thumb when it is comes to children under the age of eight, I would say that it's 35 international units of vitamin D to one pound of body weight to maintain. So if they are low, then you need to give them more. And bear in mind, uh, vitamin D is a fat soluble. It goes along with vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin K, K2, MK7, all these are built in to give the fat soluble.
ability to do its work in the body. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't just get up in the morning and swallow your vitamin D. Your levels are not going to go high. Mm-hmm. You have to take it with fat. The other part of it, every vitamin D we take, the kidney and the liver have to cofactor it and make it available to the body to be sent to every cell that is wired with a vitamin D receptor. Now, if you don't have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach, you may not be able to absorb all the vitamin D you are taking because it needs to be cofactored and be sent to the liver. It can't be sent to the liver if you don't have enough bile that will pull these and take it into the liver. So you got to look at these factors. It's not that when you take vitamin D, you are assured that, okay, this vitamin D is going to get where it needs. Now, D3 is, I would say, the most prepared one that is easily absorbed under these circumstances. But if you take like vitamin D2 that is found in plants, it needs a cofactor, a strong acid, hydrochloric acid in the stomach to break it down so that it can stimulate the liver to pull it out and take it to the liver and reduce it to a more usable D3, which is packaged together and taken to every part, every cell in the body. So getting just, just overviewing everything that you said, because it's not only important, Dr. Vanda, but um, when when you look at the whole picture as a whole, um, vitamin D3, whether it's seasonal depression, any deficiency, any disease, uh, it's important that the body receives or has not only the right nutrients, but the right minerals in it so that the organs will work properly and that it will produce whether serotonin um, will send. So then when I think of that, whether it's children, whether it's adults, whether it's senior citizens, in order for you to have um, uh, uh, the right um, nutrients or the right things to avoid or alleviate seasonal depression, nutrition plays a major factor in that. Exactly. You just summarize it in a, a concise way of doing it. I mean, of, of what we just talked about it. Food, remember, should be your medicine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And the rule of the thumb is do no harm. But what I've, I have never seen, there, there aren't many, I mean, there aren't any literature there that has shown that vitamin D is toxic. So to go back to what you mentioned, of course, Dr. Bennett, to our listeners, one of the most important things that we should also take into consideration is whenever we're feeling, um, especially during this time of the year, um, depression, um, you know, deficiencies of any, uh, of any kind, it's important that we first take a look at, you know, our vitamin D levels. And one of the things that you mentioned, Dr. Bennett, to, to, to us is that um, there are so many te- there are tests that you can actually um, take 
um, because oftentimes if you try to go to the to your doctor to get blood work, it may be very expensive just to do vitamin D3 uh, or just <laughs> vitamin your vitamin D levels. Um, and so, to any of our listeners listening, uh, if you want to check your vitamin D levels, especially around this time of the year, because in the winter months, as Dr. Bender has mentioned, um, the sun um, is not um, available to us as much as it is during this, you know, ending of the spring, um, summertime. And so if you, if you can, and if you have the means, um, take the time to possibly buy a kit, especially those that are suffering um, from um, seasonal depression um, or any depression of any sort or any other disorders and um, have the test done. Prick it yourself and then send it to the lab to have it tested. And um, you never know what can happen. Um, and so, Dr. Ben, we, we, we do appreciate that aspect. And I know for, for one, Dr. Ben, we talked about nutrition. I know, Pete, we talk about this all the time. What can you share? What are some examples of food? Because I know you mentioned we need to stay away from processed foods, sugary foods. And so I know some of our listeners are asking, well, these are something that I usually eat. So what can I do now to replace, especially during you know these months? What are some things that I can incorporate into um, my meals and my diet that may assist me? Okay. Now, let me start the people that normally are vegetarian. They are on plant-based. Mm -hmm. They are not really deficient in B vitamins and tryptophan because you have a wide variety. Let me say this. If you go on Google and you put foods high in tryptophan, you will notice that those foods also are high in B vitamins like B6. Okay? I think that's the first place to go there. Tryptophan for people who eat meat comes from like turkey, chicken, some little bit of beef it has. But tryptophan mainly is found in legumes. So the best place to go is go ahead and put in Google foods that are high in tryptophan because you really need tryptophan in this winter. That lentil soup can really lift up your mood immediately. Um, add like omega-3 fatty acids are very important. One thing that we didn't talk about more is removing vegetable oils. Any vegetable oil definitely will dwindle down your mood. So you are looking at like cottonseed oil, canola oil, vegetable oil. Um, those made from seeds, peanut oil, those are very, very bad oil. They are high in omega-6, which will increase your inflammation and cause your mood to go down. So... When it comes to foods, I would direct people to look on Google. Just Google it. Even the vitamin D test kit, lifeextension.com. I'm not affiliated with this, but this is where I've sent a lot of people that I talk to. Their prices are very reasonable. For example, vitamin D test that they send you a kit. You don't have to go into the lab. 
is about $27. Okay. So which is to me very reasonable to get in your own home comfort um, and get and, and get tested sure that your vitamin D level is at a good level. The other part is, which I, I just want to, B6. You can take a supplement of B6, but you can create a B6 deficient by taking the wrong type of B6. Mm -hmm. When you are getting a supplement, you need P5P, not Prodaxio uh, HCL. That one will create a deficiency in your system. But you want to get a reduced form of P5P because it is a food base. Mm -hmm. I just want to make that correction. B6 is very, very important. It is a cofactor of over 100 interactions in the body. So it's not only giving us, lifting our depression, but moving, uh, let's say, helping us, the hormones, to go in the right place. Um, as I say, it has a lot of use in the body. Just like magnesium has over 800 interactions, zinc has over 300 interactions, then B6 has over 100 interactions. Another one that is very, very important is B1, which is thiamine. You know, mm -hmm. thiamine. Is, it is very important. I don't know how far we could go, even in the seasonal depression, when we're talking of seasonal depression, is accompanied by other disorders. You just have your mood down. You notice that you are eating your comfortable foods. You know you want sugary foods. But at the very same time, you have trouble sleeping or you're sleeping too much. All those are seasonal disorders. Mm. Mm. Wow. It's very uh, heavy information. I know lots of our listeners are listening, even us. It gives us the opportunity, Dr. Bennett, to look um, within our own selves and ask, you know, um, are we implementing um, the different things that you've mentioned in our diet in order to prevent or even to relieve um, any, any of the um, symptoms or diseases that um, many are facing. Um, and I just hope that uh, for all of our listeners that you take it very serious, the importance of what you're putting in. Because whatever you feed yourself, as we mentioned in um, previous um, episodes, whatever you put in your body determines your destiny. Whatever you exactly. put in your body, not only, you know, you may feel good for now, it feels good because your taste buds, your palate likes the flavor or whatever it is, but eventually, if it's not helpful to the body, it will be hurtful mm -hmm. in the long run. Mm -hmm. It will be hurtful in the long run. So as, yes. as, as we get to, to a close, how do we... I mean, what would you say? One last thing you would say to the to the audience, uh, and you know about their holiday, you know, habits. Uh, how would they yeah. really, you know, you know, 
figure things out as far as whether it's food or you know like any other method they can use in order to avoid seasonal depression yes um my advice to all of us even including we who are talking here let us not carried away by food Remember, our father lost Eden because of food. Mm-hmm. And this is the simple reason why you don't find food companies hiring medical doctors on their staff. They hire psychologists because they know what chemicals to add into the food to make us buy them. Wow. Here's the rule of thumb. More vegetables, less meat, less degenerated fats like vegetable you use more good fats add like avocados and these things don't get carried away with ice cream or desserts i would say that desserts should not be taken together with a meal mm-hmm. having said that when we go to have a potluck wherever we are going to enjoy with our friend, make sure come prepared because in most cases you are going to eat foods that many people eat. And after the holidays, you'll find that you're more depressed because you have eaten foods that has increased inflammation in your body. So just be careful. Mm-hmm. Enjoy with the people, but lo- not let the food enjoy you. <laughs> that makes sense. Definitely does. Right. It All definitely right. does. Thanks again for, for coming uh, to our show. We're always happy to have you. And of course, every time we, uh, as soon as the episode goes out, we hear a lot of feedback and people wanting you back. And we definitely look forward to have you a lot more in the new year. Uh, you know, so you know, this year wasn't it wasn't that good to us, but we're hoping that things are a lot better next year. You know, with the help of uh, God and you know our uh, our newfound knowledge and how to yeah. you know take care, better care of our body, Definitely. we'll be able to you know hopefully do better. I know we have, and we always benefit from um, all the information that you've shared with us. Um, we look forward, as Doc, as Pete had mentioned. Um, uh, for your know, future uh, um, uh, guest appearances because we know that um, it truly has been a blessing and will continue to be a blessing. Um, so thank you, Dr. Banda, as usual. Thank you so much. And um, to our thank listeners, you. we just want to remind you, as usual, that um, there's nothing too big to be solved unless you allow this, the, the issue to be too big for you to solve. Mm-hmm. And, um, Keep in mind, as always, I am remarkably made, you are remarkably made, and we are remarkably made. And therefore, it is worth living.